Hi guys, this is your host of Serendipity Podcast. My name is Sherelle, aka Relly, aka the goddess, whatever it is that you want to call me, as long as it's positive, I'm totally down for it. I am on season two, episode 11 of Serendipity Podcast. I feel like I need to get like, you know, those um, noise makers in the backs of like the claps and the the standing ovation and all that good stuff. I feel like I need to eventually have that later on down the line because it's, it takes a lot to be disciplined to do something. And it's already hard enough for me to sit here and talk to myself in like a really empty room and try to indulge in a great conversation with myself, of course, but knowing that you're listening. So it definitely seems like a conversation. But either way, I'm still happy that you're listening to Serendipity Podcast. Now, for those of you who are first time listeners, my podcast is strictly about the real shit. I know there's a bunch of podcasters. They talk about everything and everybody wants to be famous and influencers and all that. I don't want to be that person at all. I feel like it's way too much going on right now. So for me, I personally just do the podcast because I just feel like it's almost like my personal journal, but you're listening. As I was sitting here, I just got home from work and usually this is the best time that I can do a podcast, but I decided to start reading my book, right? Now, brace yourselves because the name of this episode, I'm going to name it Colleen Hoover. Now, if you are smiling, you already know that we have this bond because I am reading Colleen Hoover's books. For those of you who do not know who she is, she is an author of many, 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 many books. And I cannot even explain the type of euphoria I feel when I read her books. I'm a writer, right? And the most difficult thing for a writer to do is to write. Although when you do write as a writer, it sounds like it's so well put together and it just seems like it just fell out on the piece of paper or the journal and then boom, a book was created. That's not this case. I feel as though I can recognize like the effort that she puts into her work and I respect that so much. If Colleen Hoover ever miraculously clicked on this podcast, I want to thank her so much for making me get out of myself, making me get out of my mind. So I'm going to tell you guys how the hell I ran through her books, okay? I was watching Keeping Up With The Kardashians. If you're a hater of the show, whatever. Those bitches get money, including the mother, super smart, whatever. Point is, I was watching an episode and I seen Kendall get her makeup done. And as she was getting her makeup done, she was reading a book. And the book she was reading was purple. And it kind of caught my eye a little bit. And I already really love Kendall Jenner because of her personality. So I kind of figured that maybe whatever book that she's reading, and I'm already a reader anyway, but I read a lot of self-help books and maybe poetry books and things of that nature. But um, maybe I can read what she's reading. 
So the book that she had when I zoomed in and I paused the show, it was called It Ends With Us. It's a novel by Colleen Hoover. So I decided to buy the book. Keep in mind, guys, okay? When I was purchasing this book, at the very moment I was purchasing this book, I was going through the hardest time in my life. I don't know whoever was listening to the previous podcast, maybe two of them before this one, I was explaining how sad I have become and, you know, I was going through all these weird things. Point is, I was going through some bullshit with my emotions. I don't know what it is. I don't know. It's because when you get older, you just start, you know, feeling things that you didn't feel before. I was already sad because I just, you know, realized that people weren't coming to my wedding and this and third and I needed something to take my mind off of it. So I was like, usually you just binge watch on shows and shit, right? You binge watch Netflix, Hulu, wherever it is. I decided to read because I was tired of reading the self-help books. I'm like, okay, I get it. I can run, I can journal, I can work out and do all these things. I can say I love yous, but I just needed my mind somewhere. I'm not a huge fan on novels. I, I was not a huge fan on novels because sometimes for certain novels, I don't know, maybe it can get weird or maybe the person is not writing into the, uh, the space that I'm trying to be in. Colleen Hoover takes you to that fucking space. Do you understand what I'm saying? She takes you to that space. I don't care if you are a male or female or whatever. You have to read her books. You have to. Like, it makes you zone in. How I knew I was enjoying the book is because while my husband was in the shower, I was explaining to him like, oh my God, babe, I finished another book. Boom, boom, boom. And he would allow me to kind of vent about the book and how much I'm enjoying the book. So I cannot give away the, what can I say? Like the plot or anything like that of any book, right? But I'm going to go kind of through one, two, three, four, five. I'm I read five books already, so now I'm on book six. Wow, I thought I was on book four. I was kind of confused. So how do you read the Colleen Hoover books? It's probably a question that some people have. Obviously, there's series in the books, right? Um, But I would say just go with what you can, right? Get the book, and then if it so happens that you can afford to get maybe two books at a time or three books at a time, you just do it at your own pace. I know that you can always get it at Barnes and Nobles or whatever the case might be. I feel like it's just a tad cheaper on Amazon, maybe like one or two dollars less or four dollars, four dollars less. Hey, inflation, you know what I'm saying? Save money. So I started with It Ends With Us. This book is so good. Like, I love Lily. I love this book. Um... I feel like if you're going through something pertaining to if you're not sure if you should be in a relationship with someone or not, you should definitely read this book. And I also feel like if you are the type of person who was told by someone that you kind of misjudge people when you're dating, meaning like if a guy doesn't have this or that or whatever, then your standards are a little bit too high. I feel like you should definitely read this book. That book is for you. Um, the second book I read was called Ugly Love by Colleen Hoover, of course. (laughs) Ugly Love was very good. It was really good. I enjoyed this book because let me just make sure. I don't know. I'm just a huge fan on 
the way she makes the characters feel for one another. And I really enjoyed that. I, um, I'm trying to like make sure I remember like the gist because I read so many of her books already. Um, okay. So now I remember, I feel like if you're not sure how to fall in love with someone or, um, okay. I'll give you an example. If someone you meet doesn't really share their past, it must be for a reason, right? So when anyone in your past, um, anyone that you're trying to date in their past, I'm saying, if they're trying to have a conversation with you and it's very hard for them to speak on how they're feeling or the things that they've gone through, I feel like you should give them some time or even when they are explaining to you what their past was like, then you should kind of at least be like, oh, well, this is why they are the way they are. And try to just be mindful of those things. Um, I love this book. I love this book. The second, I mean, the third book I read was Verity. The suspense in this book drove me insane. Like, I can't even tell you how many times I've been in my bubble bath and just chilling and I'm in the house by myself and I'm reading and I'm like on edge, like, oh my God, is she, is she up? Is she, is she not up? Is she like, what's going on? I was, I was so stoked at the way this book was written. I don't think anyone would really understand, uh, how can I say it? The enthusiasm of her books unless you read it like if someone was trying to explain to you what they're reading you're gonna seem confused because they're so excited that's one two the plot of the books and the settings and the characters you're like oh shit what's gonna happen this is crazy she's looking at him this way oh my god are they gonna fall in love are they not gonna fall in love and it's just one of those things like you feel like you're in limbo You feel like you're watching a movie, but it's in your mind if you read carefully. Verity was a very good book. I would love to get into details about all these books, but I'm not going to because if you clicked on my podcast and you're trying to figure out who the hell is Colleen Hoover, well, you need to read her books first. She is... uh, She has now become one of my favorite writers and that's very hard for me to say because I read a lot of books and normally I can't remember certain authors and I feel like me reading her books is me thanking her for saving my life at a period of time where I needed to be saved and I know that sounds really weird especially because people get bored with books but in this day and age when you have social media and you have TV and you have you know the constant binge watching on shows and you have work and this and that it's very hard to come out of your own and I also mean coming out of your own meaning like if you love making music if you love writing poetry if you Uh, love painting even that that's your thing that's totally fine 
but I'm feel, I'm speaking on coming out of yourself, like out of your own mind. And I think that's the challenge with people who don't uh, choose to read constantly is because they rather just be in themselves. And I'm not saying that in a in a um, narcissistic way. I'm saying it in a way of sometimes it's okay to leave your body, leave your mind in a different space. The next book I read after Verity was November 9th. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Whoever read November 9th. Yo, my God, this is crazy. So I'm not going to tell you exactly what the book is about, but I'll give you like a gist. So let's just say you randomly met somebody that you really liked and because you guys are kind of living in two different, you know, areas in your life or different states in your life, you guys just make a pact that you're going to meet up on the same day every year. So between that time, you guys aren't allowed to speak to each other, but it's just like a solid promise that you're going to meet up at a spot or wherever at a certain day and time. That day is November 9th. Now, there's so many things that can happen during that time because each year, you know, it's 12 months in a year. So plenty of things can happen during that time. But then what if after a while, you're like, fuck this. I'm falling for this person. I don't know what to do without this person. Let me see if I can give this a try. And then, you know, maybe you just find out things that you like about this person. Maybe you don't. Maybe they're just the person that you fall in love with and you're so in awe of them that you can't stop loving them. So definitely November 9th was one of my favorite books. I love it. Another book that I just read after November 9th which was the fifth one, was called Confess. Confess is so beautiful. It's so beautiful. I love the fact of like seeing an artist and where their mind can be because all people who are artists get inspired differently. So in this case, in the book, the artist gets inspired by something you wouldn't believe. Like he manages to get, you know, uh, his art. He, He manages his art in a way where it comes out beautiful based off of just a person's, uh, view of their life or something How can I say this without saying the story? Whatever people find ugly in their life, someone may find beautiful in their own. I hope you just got what I said. Whatever someone may find ugly in their life may be beautiful to someone else. 
So I love the way this book was written as well, too. It's one of my favorite books as well. I can't even pick which one is my favorite. Like, I am... I'm tongue-tied and shocked that I cannot have, like, a specific favorite. So far, all of these books are literally my favorite. Now, the one that I'm currently reading now as we speak, or as I speak, it is, it starts with us. So if you choose to read, it ends with us. That's the first book that you should read. Because then after that one, it should be, it starts with us. Because these two are a series. Oh. I know Colleen Hoover. I think she lives in uh, Texas. From what it says on like her books in the back. Let me see if I can. Oh, Colleen lives in Texas with her husband and their three boys. And I believe she has a subscription service called a nonprofit one called the bookworm box it's a bookstore and monthly book subscription service so that's pretty cool I just wanted to make a quick podcast about her books because I think the fact that she has so many books will allow me at least until hmm, this is December of 2022 so I can probably finish all of her books before the summer of next year I read pretty quickly like it's it's ridiculous how fast I read because I'm not reading where I'm just trying to hurry up and finish I can't put the fucking book down any moment that I get to read her book whether it's my free time I'm going to read like no lie if Colleen Hoover was here I would rather read her book than to go to the gym I'm serious. Even though I can work out in my house, I would literally sit and rather exercise my mind on something else. That's how great of a writer she is. If it so happens that you are confused on how to read Colleen Hoover books on which one is which, there's always like plenty of lists that you can go online to kind of look to see which books you can read in order or the series that you would rather just read all together so you can just purchase all the books uh, one at a time or two at a time or three at a time. I, I don't know. I feel like to me, most of the books that we read in our lives, we probably picked up because of a situation Most of the time when someone is struggling with themselves, they're going to pick up a self-help book. Most of the time, if they, if a person is struggling with, you know, trying to figure out, you know, history, they're going to pick up a history book. But what if you don't know what you're struggling with? And that is the reason why I loved her books. Because like I said before, The moment when my depression had hit, you know, me finding out that I had PCOS, which is polycystic ovarian syndrome, and trying to, I guess, adjust to my life of, uh, 
I don't know. Maybe it's a hormonal thing. Who knows? I'm not blaming it on hormones. I just feel like as you age, there are going to be moments where you don't know what the fuck is going on with you. And it's not your period. It's not uh, the person's fault that you're sleeping with. It's not your husband's fault. It's not, you know, your mom's fault. It's not. It's just all these like weird emotions that come and it hits you all at once. And I'm pretty sure I'm probably going to go through this feeling again. But my point is, I didn't necessarily have a specific reason for the book I was choosing. All I did was I randomly seen it and I picked it up. And in each book, there was so, so many different sentences and conversations with the characters where I felt, wow, that I, that resonated with me. And I have a habit now of highlighting. I might, you know, fuck around and read some of these books again, because that's how good they are. I have highlighted words that were inspiring to me. I've highlighted lines that were inspiring to me. Or if a character is speaking to another character about advice or a suggestion, I definitely went back and highlighted some of the things that was in there. So to close this out, I know this podcast was only based off of Colleen Hoover, but she definitely deserves her praise. She definitely deserves, I don't know, I don't know what to, I don't know how she does it. Like I seen an interview with her and someone was asking her, how does she write the books? And all she said was, you know, I'm trying to take care of my three boys. I come in my office, I write my books. And somebody asked her about a movie. Will a movie come out for her books? And she was very nonchalant about it. And I think that's why I fell in love with her work as well too, because people who don't force it are actually the ones that blossom. That's how I feel. And it won't even have to be in a blossom way where you have to be famous. It can just blossom where you are creating a space for people that you didn't know were hurting. You know that the world is difficult, right? But you don't know what kind of space that you can create for them. So I feel like with all the Colleen Hoover fans and the bubble that she's created, this space, she's created a space for all of us to just be in the zone of these other characters and talk about how the love between characters are or their friendships or the personal things that they've experienced. It's it's very personal with some of these characters for me. So I just wanted to give a huge, 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 big heart to Colleen Hoover. I am a writer myself. I've written three books so far. The next one to me, it's going to be like a self-help book a little bit. This is my first self-help book. I felt like I needed a different kind of self-help book because a lot of the ones were just talking about things that, you know, we normally should do. Go to the gym and journal, blah, blah, blah. And it just wasn't fucking working. So I felt like I needed to have a real self-help book. Someone's going to talk shit, but be funny about it, but also be honest. 
So I just wanted to give you guys that thought to even try and maybe pick up or buy a Colleen Hoover book. I'm not getting paid to say this. I'm saying this from a reader's point of view and a writer's point of view that Colleen Hoover is the shit. She really is. And we thank her so much for creating a space for us. We thank her for her skills, her talent, her love for the writing and her love for characters that she's probably made up in her mind or things that she used amongst her own family. So I send her all the blessings in the uh, in the world, uh, nothing but safety. And I pray and hope that I'm not going to pray and hope for her to be rich because I just feel like that's only deserving in itself. I would pray and hope that God continues to give her her gift nonstop, like through her heart. So that way she can have, you know, probably hundreds and thousands of books for years to come. So I just wanted to close this podcast out to say serendipity. We love Colleen Hoover and we thank her so much. So go out there and get your fucking book. (laughs) Thank you guys for listening.